This show talks about domestic abuse and depictions of suicide. If this makes you uncomfortable, I advise not listening to this show. If you are dealing with mental health issues yourself, I recommend going to bloggiesdev.net forward slash gmhealth and finding a mental health resource, resource for your country or region. Welcome to Lockie's Ramblings. This is episode one of an ongoing series where I talk about my own experiences of domestic abuse to hopefully help others get out of similar situations or deal with the trauma of such abuse, while also helping myself through my own trauma at the same time. So for about eight years, me and my family were being abused by um, my stepfather. He was a terrible, terrible man. If I did the smallest thing wrong, I'd get beat. If I had fun, made noise, basically if I was acting like a kid, I'd be beat. I think it ended when I was in my teens. Possibly? I don't know. I can't remember. I, all I know is one year on Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas, um, <laughs> he did something my older brother saw, chased him down the street with a, with a freaking with a knife, he, he was done. My brother was done. It, it was eight excruciating years of dealing with this guy's abuse, and my brother was just done. He chased the guy down the street. Uh, the police were called. They both got arrested because, well, that's what happens when you run down the street with a knife. My brother got parole. I think it was. I don't know. My my brother was basically um, let off. He had restrictions he had to follow because he did chase someone down the street with a knife, but because he was provoked and as because he didn't actually commit any violence against him, he's he was fine. He was just told, don't do this again. And you have to follow these restrictions, otherwise you'll be arrested, and shit like that. Which, you know, it makes sense. But then, so during all the court stuff, because I, I actually uh, didn't say that I saw anything, even though I did. I saw my older brother chase him out of the house. Um, I didn't see the initial exchange uh, happen, but I saw I I I I I saw them run outside. I quickly uh, Mum was in the shower at the time, so I quickly ran, banged on the freaking bathroom door, was like, "Mum, Mum, this and this is happening. Uh, blank is chasing Blank down the street with a knife." I can't say names because of privacy concerns. Um, Mum quickly goes, get me a towel, get me a towel. I grab her a towel, she runs after them. 
a woman in just a towel running after two men. <laughs> it's not something you see every day. And this was like really late at night too, so it was a lot weirder. But yeah, all that stuff happened during the court proceedings. He said my brother stabbed him. Yet it was a cat scratch. Literally a cat scratch. <laughs> We've had cats for years and it's just, oh look, I've been stabbed by a cat. Because that's logical. <sighs> he did whatever he could to ruin our lives. Um, uh, going back, trying to remember this is really hard. And I, I don't think it'll ever get any easier. But, yeah. So for a while, uh, so during these eight years, he would occasionally uh, uh, force me to get into the bathroom. He would stand outside the door, hold it shut, and as I was in there wondering what was going on, he would scratch at the door, making um, freaking howling noises, pretending to be a ghost, and all that crap. Because he, he, he knew it, was, it terrified me. He knew it would um, break me, in a way. Which, he ended up doing that. He ended up uh, breaking me, mentally. And if I ever, if I could go back into that situation, I'd have been the one, I would be the one chasing him down the street with a knife. I was, <sighs> I don't condone violence, but during, in the moment, it is really, really hard not to. Uh, hurt someone who you see constantly abusing you and the people who are really close to you. <sighs> it, this is still really hard. This is this is going to be edited like quite a lit, quite a bit. I've got a it's a long freaking startup. Constant, randomly talking about other things. Take my mind off of it. Getting distracted. <laughs> or I could just leave it and just upload this raw. So it's just like. <sighs> yeah. So. He would lock me in the bathroom, scratch at the door, um, act like there was a monster out there bathroom. This is like when I was real young, so I wasn't I wasn't a teenager yet. I was a lot younger than that. And because of that it sort of grew into a fear of being in because he, he did it in multiple houses. We had moved quite a bit. And so I eventually grew scared to be in a bathroom if that makes sense. Because in a lot of the houses we lived in the toilet was separated, it was in a separate room. 
And so it was, it became really, really hard for me to even do basic things like showering, brushing my teeth, whatever. It was really hard for me to do. And even now, I still find it hard to go into um, sort of bathrooms, for example, that I've never been in. It's because of the fear that the person out, anyone outside that door could do the same thing. If that makes sense. It's logical, but it's still there. And because of all of that stuff, I have a lot of illogical fears. Uh, illogical fears. Um, I fear every day that if I turn the corner, he's going to be there and he's going to beat me. I am afraid to not be at home with mum because I don't want anything like that to happen to her again. I don't. I don't want to see the pain in her eyes of us getting beat. I just I don't like I don't like to think about it either. Thinking about it just <laughs> brings everything back and sort of reminds me that it was really hard and it's still really hard to deal with. I go to uh, I talk to a, uh, a psychologist once every. Uh, two weeks and I find it really hard to even talk to him about it because it, it's it's just hard I also have some very severe trust issues with real people online not so much because I have that anonymity behind me but in real life I I find it hard to trust people I see a big guy, he's like, I don't know, um, average male, I look at him and I think, is he going to be the same? Is he going to be that sort of person? Is this guy going to be someone who's going to treat me the same way that he did? And I mean, living in fear, it's, it's not a good thing. <laughs> it, it breaks your spirit. It really really doesn't help doesn't help me now that I'm trying my best to eventually move out be confident on my own and stuff like that I mean I've got a good support system I've got um, uh, disability support workers that help me out with a lot of stuff they're there for, um, uh, I don't know, <laughs> it is really, really fucking hard to talk about. I, I, I better, I better stop saying that. I'm going to end up freaking going an hour or whatever, constantly saying, oh, this is so hard to talk about, but it is, and I don't think it'll ever be easier. Ugh, I'm probably just rambling on now. <sighs> when I have thoughts, when I think about what happened, 
And when I have the memories flooding in, I I need to take deep breaths. I do the, it's called the five senses exercise. So you, um, five things you can see, five, uh, four things you can touch, no, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, or feel, or whatever, two things you can, I don't know, two, two or one thing that you can, um, taste, and then there's the other one, I don't remember what the fifth sense is, I am a little stupid, <laughs> yeah, so I, I do that while I'm breathing in for five seconds, for four seconds, breathing out for four seconds, you know, the sort of deep breathing that you would need to do to calm yourself down and relax yourself. I, I have to do all this before I can sleep because when I'm in bed is when my brain is thinking more about this sort of stuff because my brain is just like, <sighs> let's think about that event that happened or let's remember that thing. And it, 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 it hurts me mentally to think about it, but it also helps me mentally to think about it. Because, um, yeah, as long as I'm not forcing myself, if that makes sense. But, um, yeah, there is so much more I could talk about. In fact, there is more I will be talking about. I'll probably eventually have a few more episodes where I talk more about what I went through and how other people can deal with that sort of situation, how other people can get out of it, and that it, it can be better, and it will be better, even if you have to force it to be better. Life always has a way. Life life always finds a way, but I don't think that's the right quote for this. <laughs> that's more about um, things living. I don't know. But, um, um, it doesn't have to last forever. You can get out of the situation. You can, you can fight your way out. And I don't mean like actually beating people up because that that's not what I that's not what I mean. Um, you can fight your inner demons. You can uh, you can train your anxiety as a way as like a weapon. Well, not as a weapon, but you can use your anxiety um, to help you with those sort of situations. Uh, my personal anxiety, personally, I get anxious about new people, uh, new places, bathrooms, <laughs> but I can use that, the cautiousness that comes from the anxiety and not fear the anxiety, because that makes total sense. 
look, I can record 10 hours and 5 minutes if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, audacity. I don't think you should be showing me that until there's like 5 minutes, uh, an hour left that I can record for. Um. Oh. <laughs> I, I have had other things happen in my life. Other bad things. It's life life isn't meant to be sunshine and rainbows. It's it's almost impossible for that for life to be like that. You will always have bad things happen. It just depends on how you deal with it. If you deal with it in an appropriate way, that then it shows that you're a stronger person. Um abusing others is a terrible thing. If you're being abused it doesn't make you any less of a good person. It doesn't make you any less of a person. In my personal opinion, those who say something are um, brave. It, it's really hard to say something because uh, there's so much stigma around domestic abuse and sexual abuse and many other different types of abuse that it's just if if I say anything I won't be believed no one will believe me everyone will think I'm lying and I'll have to continue to deal with it which makes it a lot harder to sort of be like hey uh, this is happening I don't want this to happen anymore this this person's a piece of shit <laughs> And it can make people go insane. Uh, there are probably many stories of people who have been abused for so long that they just snap and end up either killing themselves or really seriously harming another person. And it's, 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 it's dreadful that somebody can be pushed like this. It's dreadful that I was almost pushed that far. Um, for a while, I did want to end my life because of everything that was going on. And it is, it's just, it was so hard to come to terms with it that I, um, I don't know. I, I've never done self-harm but I have tried to end my own life because I didn't want to deal with the situation anymore I wanted out and it doesn't make me weak it doesn't make me any less of a person it, it just shows that I had had enough and I was done and I couldn't handle it anymore um Thinking about killing yourself doesn't make you weak or any less of a person. You're still you. You're just trying to deal with it. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying uh, suicide is the answer, because it's not. It's never the answer. But you shouldn't shame people for thinking it is, even though it isn't, if that makes sense. There are ways you can deal with it like um 
I don't know. <sighs> like, uh, talking to somebody about it. I talk to um, my psychologist about it, and if I feel like I don't want to live anymore, I talk to him about it, and he sort of shows me that there are things that I still have. There are reasons I still have to live. I have my family. I love my family more than anything in the world. And they're the reason I haven't. They're the reason I'm still here. I don't even know what this podcast is turning into. It's going from me talking about my experiences of domestic abuse to me talking about just everything. But yeah, you're worth it. Don't give up. And that's all I have to say. Um, I think I have a sponsored segment coming up next because I really do enjoy this platform I'm on. And it's, it's actually a really nice platform. So I, I actually pre-recorded the next segment. And I pre-recorded the intro and the outro and everything else that isn't this 25-minute 20, long segment. I really hope it doesn't end up being too long for anybody, and I really hope none of you zoned out. Um, if anything in this episode has raised concerns or you're dealing with severe mental health issues yourself, I urge you to seek help. I, I, I also want you to know that you're worth it. You, you can get out of it. And you're good. So I don't know why I said that. Anyway, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to let the next segment go on. And I don't know. I'm just going to. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm going to press stop recording now. I would like to thank all of you for listening to this episode. This was a personal story of mine. And I am glad I got to share it with you. I do hope you stick around for future episodes, and I also hope that I've helped you in some way, shape, or form.